Are you the kind of gal who's not interested in how things used to be in the hair industry? Who wants to hear from ladies that are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. I'm your host, Lindsay Mayuga, and join me as I interview and learn and get curious about other hairstylists I believe are living life on their own terms, defining what success means for them, and living lives in alignment with that. Let's dive in. Hey guys, guess what time it is? Okay, I'll tell you. It's time to sign up for She Nets Worth. I'm bringing that baby back and I've refined it and I'm continuing to upgrade it. And so what it is, is it's going to be a stress-free guide to going independent. So we're going to have all the mindset, all the things, all the beliefs that you need to restructure and kind of reconfigure based on the beliefs that you took on from the salon you're at. We're going to have every tangible step you need to take in order to go independent and the systems that I use to have my business run seamlessly and stress-free so that I can do what I want to do most, which is great hair, love my clients, be in the salon when I'm there, and live my life outside of it. Have my family, enjoy my friends, and live a life that's meaningful, fulfilling, and leave space for me to be a whole person outside of the salon. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, I want you to join me. And if nothing else, shoot me a DM and we can talk about if I think it's the right fit for you. Head over to wavemaking.com and get on the wait list or sign up because we want you there. Hello, you are listening to a special episode brought to you by yours truly, Lindsay Mayuga. This is an episode that I'm calling my PSA on going independent. So I'm a huge fan of being an independent stylist. I've loved having my own business since I was 25 years old and I'm 33, almost 34, you know, not till June, but just kind of give myself a little more cred, want to kind of round up. Anyway, I feel as though I, I tend to glamorize or help sell people on the fact that being independent is so awesome. But that's through the lens of who I am and what lights me up and what I'm about. And for me, I feel like being independent, you have to have so much passion for other elements of this industry beyond doing hair. I have a post that will be coming out. I don't know if you've seen it yet or if it's not out, but I say that I feel like to be a successful independent stylist, you have to be one part passionate artist, one part entrepreneurial spirit, and one part lone wolf. I know I felt like it was just like fireworks when I came up with this one. But I say that because I feel like you have to love doing hair enough to like leave the comforts of where you're at because you think that there's a better way that you can do it. You can do it where like you could use the color you want to use or take the classes you want to take. Like there's got to be a passionate artist in there that's like I I can't be held back. It's got to it's it's got to be somewhat a little bit irrational and I feel like that comes from being an artist. Then you've got to have in my opinion You've got to have that entrepreneurial spirit. Like you have to fall in love with the process of just like refining and tweaking and trying and sending an email out that says, I'm going gratuity free. I'm talking about myself again. That's like, well, Lindsay, you're not. You're adding 20% on 
to all of your services. And so now get ready for the backlash that is everyone saying, you're not not taking tips. Well, I could have worded it better. You have to fall in love with the process of trying things, falling on your face and getting up and being like, I can't wait to go another round because this time when I do it, I want to do it that way. And I think that's a special personality. I really do. And that's just like, that's like that, like calluses on your fingers. Like I'm going to carry my own shampoo bowls in. I'm going to just like, it's, it's again, it's a little bit irrational, but it's also like, God, I love this shit, you know? And the third part is the thing that I hear probably number one from like everyone that I talk to stylist wise that I've done coaching for that I work with inside of the course. It's like the thing that they kind of say, I don't know, I've just kind of always felt like a lone wolf. Like I, and they, they almost say it like, uh, on a, like apologetically. And I, I get it because I am you. And I think that that's the part that I think that a lot of people need to realize is like it's the special gift because the lone wolf is staying in their lane. They're doing not what Pam's doing. They're doing what's honoring and important to them. And it's being unpopular. It's, it's saying like, no, I'm going to do it this way and trusting that, that you know what's best for you. And that's, in my opinion, out of all of these, I think the most important. I think that, are you willing to stand alone? Are you willing to do what's unpopular? Are you willing to leave the mass, the flock, the, the gang? And are you willing to say like, I'm going to come up with this policy. I'm going to change the name of this service. I'm going to eliminate this. I feel like that's a little bit of the entrepreneurial spirit when you come into like the strategy of it. But the lone wolf has to stand up and actually make those changes and live into those changes and to own the choices they're making. And I think that that's probably the thing that I think if I were to say what holds people back the most and should, in my opinion, if you're not going to learn how to show up for yourself, is to stay in an environment where that infrastructure is built. I think that that's what I'm most like passionate about, about like finding my niche and knowing what I'm about is making sure that it's not falling on deaf ears that the way that I do business and the businesses that I help other people create, it's not for everyone. And I think that I've kind of, this has been on my heart because I hear from a lot of people and I I see the the pitfalls of people going independent that shouldn't. I see people that want to not take ownership for the deficits that they need to learn how to get healthier with, that they have deficits in how they show up. Like what I mean by that is if you can't talk to your employer about how you want to show up differently or the needs that you have that the salon's not meeting, if you cannot do that, and believe me, like when I went independent, it was a shit show eight years ago because I did not have these skills and I had a rough go for a while. But 
my feeling is if you can't talk to your employer in a kind, compassionate way about your needs, there is no way that you're going to be willing to do that for yourself and your own business. There's no way, there's no like, I get out on my own and I just know how to just honor myself. And no, it's what you're struggling with in the commission salon on steroids when you're by yourself. So I'll say, use myself as an example, right? Like I went off on my own and then I was so afraid of disappointing anyone because I didn't want to disappoint my employers. I didn't want to like have needs and like ask them to be met because that'd be disappointing to them. They wanted me to be there. Like they, you know, I remember thinking if I could just get on a later train to work, but did I ever actually ask to work a later? Like, can I come in 15 minutes later and take a 15 minute later train? Like, did I ever actually ask for that need to be met? No. So then I'm so pumped up. Fuck the middleman. Let's get rid of them. Like, let's go do our own thing. Well, so I get to my new place and I'm, a, I'm afraid to ever change the $70 touch up. I'm afraid to ever say no when my books are full. I'm afraid to have any needs for myself or to have any framework or boundaries for how I want to show up. Cancellation policy. I never actually charged anyone. I would be like, I have a cancellation policy. And so next time, no, no, no. You're, you're not confident in, in standing in all of who you are. And if you can't do that in a commission salon, you can't do that with your boss because you have to be okay with the ramifications of doing that. And then I'm telling you right now, it will be a bloodbath at, at your independent space unless you take responsibility for your shortcomings and you gain radical radical ability to look with at yourself with a level of self-awareness that points to the parts of you that need some work. It's not, it's inconvenient, but for me like the number one thing I do in my relationship now is I'm constantly at home being like I want to apologize. I was tired last night and I knew I was going to be up with the baby and I was short and I don't like how it makes me feel. It's not nice. Well, that's self-awareness to say like, I see my part in this. Like I can blame other people, which is what we all like to do, myself included. Or I can take responsibility for like, I didn't have to stay at that salon. I didn't have to. But the idea... The lone wolf is into acquiring skills. That's just what I'm going to say. You you cannot have I would I would write down all the things that bother you about where you're at and I would say like how in my new environment are these things going to just melt away? Or how are they actually going to mutate? Because if an addiction which they say is like having an addiction is a and having like, you know, being an alcoholic or whatever like Simon, um, what's his name? Branson. He's the British guy. He's got a book called Recovery. Um, he talks about, it's going to bug me that I don't know his name. Anyway, that addictions mutate. And I would say that our, our, our issues mutate as well. 
So, right, like the way we do one thing is the way we do everything. So our inability to show up for ourselves in one environment will in another environment show up differently. And that has been so true for my life. And if I look at, you know, the health of myself, I can tell you my whole life is in representation of like that. So I would just say like if if you have the ability to go independent, I think you need to really, really ask yourself, am I unhappy where I'm at and I'm trying to band-aid fix it with this independent dream girl lifestyle that I think is, it's real for some people. But also the thing is, is that what the what people that are doing this, that are doing it successfully don't tell you is how much they love the other stuff. And like, if you think it's just going to fall in your lap and you're going to go and let's say you're going to go somewhere where they like, there's already other people that are successfully working in that space. And you think you're going to go there and you're just going to like pick up with the girl gang and everyone's going to just like rah, rah, cheerlead each other. And like, it's just going to be seamless. What you're not seeing is that whole overnight success thing. What you're not seeing is the seven let's say six years of being independent that really rocked me on my ass. What you're not seeing when you look at um, some of the other stylists I work with is like the, the foundation that's been laid to have this be so seamless. And that's not to say that you can't do it, but I think that there needs to be transparency around the level of intentionality that so many of us that are successfully doing the independent game, like how much back-end work has gone into setting it up to honor us and the amount of personal development involved to really make it happen and to be able to honor yourself and to be able to have those tough conversations, to be able to honor your cancellation policy, to be able to even have one. I think that that is something that for me, I get fired up because I get annoyed that it's being sold as this amazing career path, and it is. But I also think that I get, so I get annoyed with the idea that like everyone who gets it's doing this and like the the dream of it, right? I get annoyed with that because I know how much intentionality has gone behind it. I also get annoyed with the person that is whining about it not being easy because they were sold on Instagram that like the happy people work for themselves. And there are a lot of happy people working for themselves. But I think that really understanding the intricacies of the complexities of having your own business at the level that being independent is, I would say it's not something that's for everyone. And so I'm going to get off my soapbox. I'm going to go back to being fired up about being independent because it, it is truly what sets my heart on fire. But I don't feel like I can do that without saying the other side of it. The other kind of just side of the same coin is just really know who you are and know what is going to set you up to give you the life, to give you the career that is really tailored specifically for you. And that doesn't mean, damn the man, get rid of the salon owner. No, I think it's finding the right fit. And uh, there is no one size fits all for anything. And I 
continue to look around for that in every aspect of my life. And even if in my career, I found a way to show up and be like, this is, no, this is who I am. I find myself as a new mom being like, is there a, is there a pamphlet you can give me on the, how the people that are doing this right are doing it? I think that that is just something that for me in particular comes up in areas and places that I'm not confident. For me, another one that like we'll do an episode on this is like money. Like, can someone give me the secret formula for how the people that know how to do money are doing it? There's a million ways to do it. There's a million ways that work. So I just, I find myself, I mean, I'm Googling like best, uh, uh, like a chart for people to successfully breastfeed and the month by month on how they're winning. Like this chart doesn't exist, Lindsay. And like, if you make it, you're an asshole because someone's going to subscribe to it. And uh, I don't know if any of that made sense, but I appreciate you taking the time to be here for my PSA public service announcement on why or why not to go independent. I feel passionately about this topic and, uh, I'd love to hear what you think of my Venn diagram that I've created. I'll try and get it posted to coincide with this episode. But have a wave-making day. Love seeing you guys every week.